where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. 11 o'clock St. Louis time this morning. NHL free agency starts, and we're going to find out about what's going on with that with our friend EJ Raddick of NHL Network. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? Happy July 13th. <laughs> Same to you. Man, it used to be, and you remember this, EJ, it used to be every year at the start of free agency. This was kind of like the center of the universe when the Blues had signed Stevens or, or trade for McKinnis. So they signed Stevens a couple of times, signed Marty McSorley to offer sheets. When it was Ron Caron and Jack Quinn and, and Mike Shanahan, this was the center of the universe for NHL free agency. I do remember that time, and I'm sure there's a good book to be written by somebody who had uh, access to all those individuals. Uh, there was there was a lot of things happening in that era in hockey. Uh, it was a little different time, for sure, without uh, social media and all the kind of different technology we have now. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we'll be interested today. There'll be a lot of players on the move, and the market is market is really flooded with players with the 97 I think it was 97 players that weren't qualified that weren't given qualifying offers I mean uh, I guess we're seeing the impact of a of a flat cap and a you know in a pandemic post pandemic hopefully uh, circumstance now financially for owners so it's going to be a very interesting time I think the big fish are going to get there they're going to they're going to get to eat and I think uh, a lot of other guys are going to be scrambling EJ, we obviously are paying a lot of attention to what's happening in, in Calgary because a lot of Blues fans hope that all roads eventually lead to Matthew Kachuk landing here in St. Louis. But with Johnny Goudreau leaving the Flames, what do you think that does mean for Matthew Kachuk? Well, I mean, I, I've talked to, you know, you talk to different players and everybody has a different kind of mindset as to what they want to do or where they want to be. And, um, you know, I, thir- I think it certainly sends a message to Matthew that he's, he's lost a really good player there. Um, Calgary has more money to spend, so maybe they're going to spend, they're going to make some kind of big offer for Matthew Kachuk to get ahead of the game with him and, and try to keep him there, but it also you know, it says, hey, I can play through this contract and I can I can be my way out as well, and I think it's incumbent if, if, if and this is a huge if, if Matthew wants to be somewhere else or maybe wants to play in the U.S. as an American kid or maybe even wants to direct himself to St. Louis at some point in time, I think it'd probably be incumbent on his his uh, his agent to have that conversation with with the people in Calgary and, and try to figure out, try to push that down the road. So, And then it would depend upon, you know, where Doug Armstrong and the St. Louis Blues are or where any other team that might be interested where they are because again we're looking at a flat cap and it's not just simple as just having a guy show up and and be part of your team and and pay him you've got to make it work i mean a lot of people are talking about the flyers for johnny gaudreau they don't have a lot of cap room right now and they'd have to like a lot of things happen between now and then to to fit somebody that's going to cost probably in the neighborhood of nine or ten million dollars per year so 
you know, these are all things that play into it. But as far as, you know, Matthew Kachuk goes, I, I think that's something the Calgary Flames have to figure out. Is he going to be here long term? And if he's not, we have to probably move him now and get assets in return so we can continue to move forward. E.J. Raddick of NHL Network with us on Carriker and Smallman. And E.J., Evander Kane signs, re-signs with the Edmonton Oilers. We kind of speculated here and read speculation that the Oilers would have been interested in David Perron. What sort of market do you think a 34-year-old who had a great season like Perron has? Well, there were, th- there were 32 teams. There were a lot of teams that are looking for experienced players that can come in and score goals. And you're right, David Perron had a really good year last year, but he played on a very good team with a lot of support. Is David Perron going to be the same offensive weapon in Seattle, playing for the Kraken, for example, or you know any number of other places than he is in St. Louis with a really good team where he really is comfortable and well-supported? So I think there's interest, for sure, because teams need players. But like I said earlier, the market is kind of flooded now. There's a lot of players out there, and teams are worried about the cap. They're worried about future acquisitions, what their cap is going to look like not only this year, but the year after that and the year after that, considering younger players that are going to be in a position to get more money. So I think there'll be some opportunity. But, you know, at the end of the day, David Fraun has been such a great fit with the with the devil, or excuse me, with the Blues over the years that, you know, I, I just laugh even if he goes somewhere and, and sign somewhere else. I'm waiting for him to come back to St. Louis again. <laughs> Why not come back and forth with it four times? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, so uh, you know, that's what I'd be on the lookout for. But, you know, Doug Armstrong is obviously, he, he keeps his cards close to the vest as he should. And, you know, I'm sure he's got a couple of balls in the air trying to figure out what he wants to do. And part of that is probably, you know, not committing anything to David Perron right now. If things change, then maybe they look back and, you know, David Perron is still there and he comes back aboard. So, I, you know, there will be teams that will be interested because he's a good player and uh, it'll be up to David to kind of go through those offers. But I wouldn't be shocked if at the end of the day, if things don't play out, you know, I'm sure that Doug, Doug Armstrong has a lot of different scenarios in his head. And there's probably one down the line where David Perron stays there. But I would I would think, again, because of his age, it's going to be on a shorter term and, it's going to depend what kind of dollars they have to spend. So I'll, I'll be curious because he has been so good in St. Louis, and it seems like even when he goes to other teams, he always seems to come back. And, EJ, my other NHL market question is, what sort of response do you think the Blues are getting to Vladimir Tarasenko? What, and I'm, just, I'm not even asking about compensation. Do you think there's interest on the part of other teams in trading for Tarasenko with one year left at 7.5 on the contract? Well, well, certainly now there's a lot more interest than there was last year, right? Because he's proven that he can play again. And I think that was the big problem for me last year, Randy, is, you know, this is a guy that had a number of shoulder surgeries and it didn't, we weren't sure if he was ever going to play again or be as effective as he once was. And uh, he came back last year and had a great year. He was terrific. And again, though, well-supported. Good team. I mean, what did the Blues have? Nine 20 goal scorers last year? Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a lot of offensive firepower, and he was part of that group. But he showed he can play. If you get someone, if you're in the market, you get a Tarasenko, yes, he's good for the one more year. But now, you know, are you willing to to sign him on a, on a longer term deal? And if you're Vladimir Tarasenko, I mean, what are you looking for in terms of your term and dollars? Uh, you know, I think these guys that get late into their 20s, into their early 30s in that window, 
that's when it gets tricky for me to sign a guy to a long-term deal. I mean, whoever signs Johnny Gaudreau today, it's a good day today, and it'll probably be, you know, it'll probably be a nice kind of helpful player for you for the next couple of years. But at some point in time, you know, the numbers are going to go the other way. I mean, it's just that's just the way the way it works for the most part in sports is that a guy gets into his 30s, you, you start to get declining numbers. I mean, I don't think he's ever going to have a year that he just like he just had. I mean, is he ever going to have that kind of year again? No. I, I mean, I think it would be really hard-pressed to think he's going to score 115 points with a new team next year. So you're paying him a long-term and a lot of dollars, and the best year he's ever going to have is already in the rearview mirror. So... It's a it's a tricky thing. It's the same with Tarasenko, um, but he's but he's proven that he can he can play right now, and I think that certainly puts if he still wants to be moved, and if the Blues still want to move him, that puts them in a much better position because there's not a lot of term and dollars to carry, and he's shown he can play. EJ, is there a particular team that you're keeping an eye on today that you think could be really active? The Islanders, because. <laughs> Lou Lamarillo, we never know what, you know, it's historic. We never know what Lou is going to do. I think they're in the mix for Gaudreau. I think they might be in the mix for Kadri, you know, one or the other. Um, you know, they have some money to play with. They have about $12 million. They do have some things they got to take care of. They've got to get Noah Dobson signed. He's an RFA who emerged last year as one of the really good young defensemen in the league. But uh, they still have a good goaltending. They have a good goaltending duo there with Sorokin and Varlamov. Uh, they've got, I would say, with Scott Mayfield, the St. Louis native, as your 50. I mean, they've got a good group of defensemen uh, in front of there, and I think you know their forward group. They need to they need to make some adjustments. They need to add a little bit of speed and get a little younger, or or just get better. And so I think that uh, you know that might be an area where where Lou makes a move, and then he might have to make a subsequent move out of that out of that to to make a move to make it all work. But I think they're positioned to do something today. Uh, but I, I think it's a fascinating day, though, because especially you know the way this goalie carousel has played out. Um, you know, it looks like Campbell's going to go to Edmonton. It looks like Kemper's going to go to Washington. Uh, I think the best guy that would be available if if you can get him by a trade is is John Gibson. But um, you know, that's still you know it's harder to do a deal, and he's a pretty significant asset, so you have to have the resources to make that work. So it's uh it's going to be an interesting day. For sure, and, and I, I think it's going to drag on though because I think with the with the market filled with players, just because again so many guys weren't qualified, uh, I think you know that those those middle six players and then those those bottom tier players who are really important to helping you win, I think they're going to get squeezed a little bit, and it may take time before all that sorts itself out. So uh, it'll be interesting today, but I think there's going to be a lot of I think a lot of these negotiations with players are going to drag on for, for several days and weeks and maybe months. Last question for me, EJ. We always call Doug Armstrong a wizard here in St. Louis because he's always thinking three steps ahead of everybody else. He always pulls out some move that we don't necessarily expect him to. What is the uh, the viewpoint of Doug Armstrong around the league? I always say to Randy that if I was an opposing GM and I saw Army calling me, I wouldn't even pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I have had the good fortune of knowing Doug going back to the uh, mid-90s in Dallas when he was a young executive there, and uh, he's learned lessons well over the years from, uh, you know, certainly Bob Gainey was, I would think, his, 
his biggest mentor. I think he also worked a little bit with Bob Clark uh, when he was in that uh, organization as well. And he's got ties going back, you know, in the National Hockey League with his dad as a was a longtime official in the league. Um, you know, he's learned those lessons well over the years. He's surrounded himself with smart people. Um, he keeps his cards close to his vest. He's not somebody that, you know, you can always read. I think you're right. He's made a number of good trades over the years. Um, he's he's handled the cap, I think, as well as, as you could certainly handle it. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, the Blues have had, a, have had a good team. They won a Stanley Cup a couple of years ago. They've had to adjust on the fly with, you know, losing some players over time. You lose a Petrangelo, that's a big fish, and yet he's been able to keep that team really competitive still. So, I mean, I, I the, 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 you know, the feeling about Doug, I'm sure, around the league is there's a lot of respect within the league, and I think those of us who cover the league realize uh, the good work that he's done. I mean, there aren't many guys that are part, part of, uh, as a GM and as an assistant GM with two different teams winning Stanley Cups and being part of a couple of finals there in Dallas and then, you know, being part of a cup winner in St. Louis. So uh, he's a very well-respected manager, I think, at least in my opinion, and he does a great job, and I would assume he's going to continue doing a great job. EJ, you guys are doing a great job at NHL Network. We know that you'll be all over the free agent frenzy today. Starts at noon Eastern, 11 o'clock here in St. Louis. We'll be tuned in, and we know that you'll keep us up to date. Thanks so much for the time this morning. All right, you got it, guys. Have a great one. You too. See you later. That's our friend DJ Raddick from NHL Network on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the College Football Playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.